0: welcome to another uh, podcast of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hananya Cohen, here on ctkradio.org. Last time we spoke, it was before Passover, Pesach, and uh, I took the time to try and practice and exercise my uh, right to freedom, because that's what Judaism is all about. It's freedom from everything that is superficial, materialistic, um, very, you know, low in its quality and focus more on spiritual freedom, which is obeying the Almighty. Now, there are a few things to to, to think about when you talk about, you know, freedom. Today, in Israel, my home state, the land of Israel, they are celebrating the Independence Day of the Israeli state, and we have to see, you know, what's what's the whole point of of having Independence Day and celebrating? Obviously, if you know, if you a little bit know the the politics of the region and the, the history of the region, the Middle East, uh, it's not like we're uh, the, the Jews there are resting, you right know, on. On roses and everything is dandy and everything is nice and we are we are accepted in the neighborhood. You know, this is a tough neighborhood, and it is tough because. Now, well, there are a few few uh, ways to look at it. One is from a Christian point of view; the other one is from uh, Islamic point of view. And I would like to share with you what I, the way I see it, as I understand both sides. Everybody, especially in the in the Western Christian civilization, likes to go to the back to the Crusaders, the hero, the Templars, the knights, all that stuff. From a Jewish perspective, that was one of the darkest time of for the Jews in Europe. Mass slaughtering, uh, put put people in the church in the in the synagogue and just set it on fire. Uh, force people to um convert if you want to call it this way to christianity etc etc rape obviously murder the usual so they are not heroes or they're not uh, like uh, uh resembling any uh high value morals or any of that type of stuff because we, that's not the way we saw that back then and we we still are Obviously, they had a mission. Due due to internal politics, it's always relate to that, when you mix politics and religion, you're going to have some kind of explosive in your hand. Uh, so, I know the Pope wants to liberate uh, Jerusalem, but Jerusalem, with all due respect, is not... I know some people will be offended or whatever. Um, it's not that... The, my mission to offend anybody, but just stating the facts. Christians have nothing to do in Jerusalem. Yes, that was where a Jew, 2,000 years ago, uh, was killed, like many other Jews, by the Romans. And he, he lived like a Jew, he died like a Jew, and many years later, they decided to make him the founder of a new religion. I understand that. Honestly, I don't really care. You can do, do and make up a religion from whatever you want. We have now many uh, interesting religions in, the, in in our daily life. You have the Church of the Jedi. You have, uh, yeah, you have uh, the those who believe in uh, the flying spaghetti monsters, which is basically atheist who wants just to poke religious people. Uh, you have here in Colorado, you have the Church of Marijuana, who are exercising... Yeah, it's a beautiful church. Very colorful. <laughs> um, go ahead. As long as you're not persecuting other people, believe in whatever. Obviously, I would like everybody to be uh, aware of the glory and uh, and respect and follow the laws of the Bible as they were given us by by our Creator. But hey, you don't want... You're going to pay the price. None of my business. It is my business though, when I'm being forced, or being treated like a, a second or a third class citizen, and have no rights, and have no freedom, and all that uh, religious persecution that we went through. And we, in certain places, still are. So, like I said, Christians, in my opinion, have nothing to do in Jerusalem. They are conquerors just like anyone else. So, people ask, well, what about um, King David? He conquered Jerusalem. If you read the Bible, uh, the book of Joshua, the Judges, later on, Kings, we had wars, right, with, with the Canaanites and all those nations that were temporary there. First of all, I would say, with all King David didn't, didn't conquer Jerusalem. He bought, he paid cash for the plot where later became the, the Temple Mount, which is the holiest place for for Jews, for Israelites. And I say Israelites when people don't don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the twelve tribes. Okay, now we all the Jews you see now in the world those who, uh, for uh, any anti semites that and there are lately I see them more and more. Uh, the Jews that control the media, the world, the money, the space, the ocean, and all that stuff. Two and a half tribes. That's all. Shocking. So where where do we have the ten tribes? So we're gonna maybe elaborate more on that maybe in the, in a in future segment or program. But right now we have two and a half, maybe three tribes that we know that are belong to the Israelites and the Israeli nation, and we call everybody a Jew. And the Jew comes from the word Judea, which is the region named on the tribe who ruled that region, Judah, the son of uh, of Yaakov, Jacob. Okay, so this is just a, a quick, uh, you know, way to look at it from historic perspective. So, if you accept the Bible, and you understand that this is the promised land, and remember, some would say, well, you conquered, you went to war with uh, uh, Canaanites, and uh, all the other seven nations that were there, which is very small nations, they were there temporary, and the Bible specifically emphasizing that. And, everybody who understands that, had the option to go and be, have a better land. And one of them did there were seven nations the torah is telling us seven nations that when israelites came from uh, left egypt and went to the promised land one left says i see i've seen the miracles i accept that they have a, you know a powerful god or whatever i don't want to mess with them i'm leaving no war the other six and the uh, amorites and Canaanites were i think the biggest uh we're not impressed. So the the ocean, the, the sea is getting open. No big deal. Just they have a very strong strong uh, wizard, Moses, the wizard, right? That's what happened when you don't understand spirituality. It's all it's all uh, uh, witchcraft and magic and all black magic or whatever. So they they stayed, and still, even though Joshua had the the, the command to erase them from the face of the earth, he didn't. And he negotiated, and he went to local wars with those who who wanted to fight. And since the Creator was on our side, they lost. Okay? So you see, we are not, the Jews are not conquerors like the Christians are, like the Romans were and the Crusaders. And later on came the Muslims. Now there is a big difference between Muslims and Christians in their theology, and that is I'm gonna keep it very basic. Christians, what do they say? They say, uh the Bible is is the truth from Genesis all the way to the Gospels and all that part that for me is not part of the Bible, but if you want to add more pages, go ahead. Um and you can say the the our Lord changed his mind. He is no longer want to want to have the Jews as his uh, chosen people, and now everybody that accepts Jesus is 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 Christian, and we are the new Israel. If you're familiar with the term, for the Muslim it's totally different. He says everything is that was before is eliminated, cancelled. We no longer hold by it. The Jews faked the books right now we go argue with that with, with that kind of claim and now the quran is the the right thing is straight from the heaven is and his uh pretty much you know eliminating everything that was before from now it's a new fresh start and we call it hackle battle the nullified law which they refer they refer to the to the bible but they took whatever they want from it. The profits and this. Uh, it's very interesting to look into it. But anyway, so those, those are the two uh, differences. I'm going to take a quick, short break and we're going to continue discussing that uh, topic uh, in our next segment. So you're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan here on org. Welcome, folks, to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on CityCareRadio.org. So we're talking about the two perspective of um, Christians versus Muslim, and obviously, as usual, the Jews are stuck in the middle because we were weak, we were uh, uh, the demographic was not on our side, and we were not such a great fighters back then. So Muslim came, conquered. Um, the land of Palestine, right? And Palestine is what? Palestine is the name that was given by the uh, Roman Empire to that region after the biggest Jewish rebellion that we were able to wipe out a whole legion. And that's what that was a big thing back then. So they just came and erased all the history. Totally. And they changed the name. So, if you look at today, you'll see Ilia Capitolina. You will see uh, 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 Provincia Provincia Palestina. They also had Provincia Arabia, where all the Arabs live. So, any so-called fake Palestinian is actually an Arab who came later, um, and after the the, the Romans pretty much wiped us from the land of Judea, and Samaria, and Galilee, right? All those places were Jewish name, and you can go to, today in Israel to uh, an Arab villages, and you can find uh, Jewish, archaeological Jewish uh, synagogues, or uh, um, all kind of uh, ruins of old Jewish life. Sometimes even the name is similar. Where do I go with this? Israel is celebrating independence 70 years ago there was the re-establishment if you want, of the so-called Jewish state, now I have if you hear this program, this podcast uh, I'm not crazy about what's going on over there, I don't think it follows the Bible the way it should be, or the Jewish law the oral law and the written law but still I'm my people, I'm part of the nation uh, part of a very important tribe so, I'm happy with it. I think it's a good start. I wish the more we teach and, and practice spirituality, monotheism, Judaism, uh, people will realize and will stop doing mistakes that will take that country down. But with the establishment of the State of Israel in uh, 1948, two things happened. That was a very big blow, if you want, to the Catholic Church. That said, what? They said, well, uh, God uh, is no longer his chosen people. They will never have their own country. And uh, they are just, they're doomed to go from country to country and be persecuted and all that stuff. Now you see that God, God changed his mind again. Me, personally, I don't like when God is changing His mind. Because if you read the Bible, and I've said it many, many times, you see, our Creator is telling us, Moses is telling us, the prophet, I know you're going to mess it up. And I have to kick you out of the land. And one day I will, once you're ready, it's up to you, I'll I will put you back. Okay? So it's in the Bible. But it was a very big hit to the Catholic uh, point of view. On the other hand, in the Islamic world, since they don't accept the Bible as as nothing, and uh, it's for it's a new start, everything that was once occupied by uh, by the Islamic sword should always be under Islamic law. So if you have those, and now they use colonialists and uh, occupation. It's not occupation, it's liberation. But if you want to go into semantics, and you want to create, and you're trying to create a propaganda machine, and they're very good at it, amazingly good. I think the Arabs and the Russians are the top when it comes to propaganda. Very good. Americans, they're still learning. Look at CNN and MSNBC and all those great propaganda channels. Um, and Fox, obviously. Oh, they're all propaganda. They're all ha- they're all having an agenda. It's just a question who is lying less. <laughs> now, for them, for the Muslim world to have um, a European mind uh, set, because Jews were under the, in the Middle East under the Islamic law, and Jews and Arabs and Muslims are very are more close uh, theologically to each other than Christians and Jews. But yet, this hatred, this... Uh, uh, well, part of it, I think, is because we didn't really create a 100% hundred, hundred Jewish state. It's, it's a liberal, European, socialist uh, ideology. But you don't see, like... Uh, it's not a religion, a religious state, which is, <coughs> sorry, which is a problem uh, for any... For me and for many other monotheist people that, uh, you know, where is God? He said, don't do this in the Bible, and here you are doing this. What's going on here? I like the West where you separated, uh, especially in America, religion from, from politics, right? Islam and old school Judaism, it's all together. You rule the country, the king or the, the governor, or whatever, according to the law of the religion, according to the Jewish law, the the Bible, the Talmud, and all that stuff. When that not happened now, and it was under uh, Islamic uh, before, when the Turks, the Ottoman Empire ruled, they ha they feel that they have to go and fight and and obviously exterminate the Jews because that's the only way you will have peace. In the world, so peace in Islamic world is not two sides, you know, negotiating. It's uh, peace is when the other side is exterminated, annihilated totally. Now you have peace. That this is the way that you do peace in the Middle East, and uh, until they're gonna, they're willing to change that mindset, we will have to, you know, continue fighting. So if you look at, again, the history, if you look at Spain, for example, Spain was half uh, Muslim till 1492. When the Reconquista, the the, the Spanish Catholic uh, knights and warriors and kings and all that kicked them out. To Morocco, the Moors ruled. If you look at Granada and uh, Andalusia, Al-Andalus, as so they call them in Arabic, was Muslim. And you will see schools today uh, in the Islamic world called Cordoba, which is a city in Spain. They want to go there because it, they, it belongs to them, in their mind. 500 years ago, it's, it's meaningless. A thousand years ago, it's meaningless. The history started when with Muhammad and the Islamic uh, occupation of pretty much the whole world now what are you going to do with this so when I hear people are talking well we have to make peace in the Middle East and we have to um, accept it's not going to work it's not going to work until people will change will change their mind through education if you think that you are obligated to go and blow up some Jews in a restaurant and look all the Europeans were quiet about it when it happened to the Jews Look at Europe now. I don't feel sorry for the Europeans. But they are gonna taste the the potion that we we drank so many for so many years with them with the Muslims. Sweden, France, Germany, all those nations that were because they're Christians obviously, but even if they were secular, they don't like the Jews. So they were quiet. What do I tell you always? When you see injustice, it doesn't matter. Christians, Muslim, Buddhists, Hindus, whatever. When you have the opportunity to help somebody, a human, God created him. So don't just say, oh, well, we're sorry for your loss. Do something. Right? When you see uh, use of chemical weapon in Syria and I'm not crazy about Syria. And you can be sure they're not, they're not crazy about Jews either. Okay? And, you know, I know they, as, as their mentality is to, you know, kill the Jews, or, uh, or kick them out, all that stuff, rape their girls, all that stuff that they used to scream all the time. Still, when you see that type of, uh, of situation, so honestly, I don't see the, the difference between chemical weapon and regular TNT. People are being, are being murdered. It's just different mean. But no, it it's, doesn't look good, so we send presidents, and a few tomahawks, right? At least he did something and didn't keep his mouth quiet like they used to do in the Holocaust in the, during the Second World War, where everybody was just ignoring what happened to the Jews. So this, this, is, a, this is a step in the right direction. Obviously, I wish we all get along. There is plenty of land in the Arab world plenty in the Middle East. If they were smart they would pay the Jews to make their land green and and prosper and all this stuff, not just relying on oil but they are not there yet so I'm going to end up this segment with uh, and you can join me praying for all the people, respect each other put the hatred aside Arabs have Arabia, Jews should have Judea Everybody will be happy helping each other, many nations, under one God. And with that, we're going to take another quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan here on citycaradio.org. And we are back, you're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yokoin, here on citykirradio.org. Speaking about freedom and Passover, which is all about freedom, and Judaism is all about freedom, I spent my Passover, the holidays, in Los Angeles, California. And boy, that was weird. And I put it nicely. If I ever had any thought to go back to California... That thought is gone. No longer. And I was trying to think, you know, what's going on? I left California five years ago. It was crazy back then, but now it's even worse. And when you read the news, when you see all those um, political decisions that they are making, this is what's going on. There are, people are like losing it. So it was. Just to give you like a few understanding what's going on there, homelessness is crazy, uh, graffiti, uh, dirty, all everything is expensive. So I thought about it. It says this is not this is not the promised land. This is not freedom. This is this is slavery. Slavery that people are using in this case liberals, unfortunately, progressive are using nice words to put people into uh, uh, into slavery. That they have to pay taxes or whatever in order for what? For equality for all and, and education for all and all that stuff. And I was going asked, ask, you know, what do you mean you don't want equality for all? I want equality for all. I want everybody to be educated. I want everybody to have a roof over their head, but I want them to work for it. I want them to build it from from nothing. I want them to um, put the effort don't many times I said that even in spirituality and definitely in 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 a materialism uh, uh, point of view you don't you shouldn't be spiritual or or get whatever you want on other people's expense. in this case, we're talking about the taxpayer. The few so-called white rich people who have this privilege that I never heard about, um, and they pay taxes, and everybody else is working, you know, without paying taxes, and and um, you know, raising their family, and it's just, it's just, I don't know why even what how to describe it. It's stupid. It's it's stealing from people who are working hard. Right? And you're giving it to somebody that is doing nothing. Many are criminals. They don't have the morals and values that, that many people have in this country. So what what will be the answer for that if you speak to a liberal or progressive? Racism, xenophobia, uh whatever, any uh phobia that they can put, they, they will put in, in, in this. And this is a way to to uh, stay away from a real discussion, from talking on morals and values and how the, the human spirit is working. That's a big mistake. When you don't let people express their opinion, that's a big mistake. Now, I, I'm big on letting people expressing their views even if they are not agreeing with me, A, because if they're stupid, now when they talk, everybody knows. And if they're smart, I'm willing to listen. And either, you know, come up with a better argument or accept theirs if I have nothing to say. Because I'm looking for for the truth. It's not about uh, my God is bigger than your God, my tribe is stronger. This is like first grade. Or kindergarten, if you want. For many of them, it's kindergarten. You see all those uh, uh, groups... Black Love matter, Matters, uh, Antifa—they are just having tantrums like a uh, two years old in the mall, right? So this is not the way to have an argument, and you cannot even in the in the, the Bible, specifically as uh, Gannigas, you should not punish kids, the sons, for whatever their their parents did. So slavery is long gone, thank God. Okay, why are you trying to? suck everything out of the white guilt that people have and guilt is one of the foundation of christianity that's why it works all the time right you should do what jesus told you to do because he sacrificed himself on the cross for you this is pure guilt obviously there's also fear involved for me as a jew everything anything that has to do with guilt with manipulation with not being honest or with fear and using people, you know, uh, archaic uh, or history, fearful history, that's a manipulation. That's not a true religion. That's not how you put people into, on the right track for spirituality, unless they are extremely stupid and then you're stuck with it. But this is not the way, if if people are, and people are not stupid. People, they can understand if you explain them certain things, when I teach Bible to Christians to pastors and, and they say, nobody ever told us that now it, sound, it sounds logical now we understand what uh, Jacob, Abraham, Moses actually meant, Jeremiah I understand but when you keep people in a box it's the best way to control people and this is, I think, what people want to do in California and in, in any uh, extreme liberal places, they want to control the people. To, um, if you want, like back in the days, if you remember, uh, they had in, in Russia, the in Soviet Union, they had those uh, re-education center. You know what I'm talking about? Also in China, you are going to send you to a camp to retrain you that you will know what you think. It's the same idea. And I think it's very anti-American because America, okay, I don't like the word America. America is also South and North and Central. But United States of America um, was founded against those things. For good and bad. Okay, for good and bad. The founders of this country were very smart. Maybe not, you know, nobody's perfect. Well, well they hate slaves, so what? Everybody had slaves back then. Even Native Americans had black slaves. Now, hmm, who is less? Who is more victim? Right? Who is suffered more? The natives, that their country, that the land was stolen from them by the, the mighty white people, or the call them blacks, call them African American, whatever humans that brought here, that were brought here from from Africa to insult slavery, which is horrible. You cannot do this everybody is is equal, and you all we should all be judged by what we are doing or not doing. that's nothing with you know skin color with with any of those those superficial uh, things, but culture had a big thing if you're coming from a culture that it's okay to stone your wife because she looked on somebody else uh not accepted. Even the Bible, when he speaks about it, you know, if you do so and so, should be killed. If you look at the Jewish law, we took it out. Because we had the power to, to do that. Because it was given to us as a part of learning the Torah, learning the, uh, the draw the right conclusion. Yes, if you do something horrible, if you kill somebody, we should we should uh, eliminate you as well because you just took the human rights of another human to live, to prosper, to work, whatever. And once you do it, you're losing your own. But if you think about it on a, on a deeper level than that, the whole point is to have people from any race, any culture working with each other, helping helping each other. But if you have a culture that is not fully developed they think that every um, and I'm going to be a little bit, you know not so nice here right now every white woman is uh, is an, a sexual object because that's what they saw on the internet on certain sites and of course she she's supposed to pleasure the man from a different culture Obviously, that's her mission in life. And if she refuses, she should be eliminated. This is what we're dealing with a culture that is not fully developed, or even a religion is not fully developed into more humane, more spiritual. You know, I'm not talking about Muslims or, or Central Americans or all that stuff. They're all into that as well. Even regular people, not from, from this country, are doing those mistakes because there is lack of morals and values, there is lack of connection with the Creator, there is lack of connection with the ancient knowledge. And we are doomed to do the same mistakes over and over and over, until maybe one day. Who knows, when, Messiah, when the Messiah will come, we will open our eyes to what we're supposed to do. So the message, the message from this uh, segment... Is what? Is enough with the with the using words to bash other people. Enough, let people be free. Let them work for what they want because then they will appreciate it. Okay? Don't don't silence other people who think different than you. Everybody should be equal and and find God in their life. Because anything else is just going to take us in the wrong direction. And with that, we're going to take another quick break Let's into the Jewish view. I'm your host, Rabbi Korn, here on citycarradio.org. to the last segment of today's program. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Akon, here on ctkradio.org. Those who follow know that usually I use the last segment to speak about something from the weekly portion that uh, we Jews are reading at the synagogue every Shabbat, every Sabbath, i uh, reading from the Torah. And we just read something that was very interesting. And I saw that idea in the book of uh, Rabbi Jonathan Sachs from England. Recommended to you, recommending all his books. Very smart uh, person, and you speak about the, the situation where, when the when Moses put all together the the, the tabernacle all together and and the big feast and the two sons of Aaron passed away. Then what happened? few things happen. First of all, before that, Aaron didn't want to do didn't want to do his job. He was so called called by Moses. You know, Aaron, go to the to the altar and do what you what you were trained to do. And he speaks about Isaac speaks about the imposter syndrome. When people and this is I'm I'm gonna take it into speaking about leadership. A, a, when people, is when people are thinking the, themselves as less worthy than others they can have PhD doctors but, but they they never feel like they can lead that they deserve to lead so in case of Aaron he says I don't know why God chose me I am the guy who did the golden calf right I put it all together I told them go, go get me the gold I'm it's I'm, I'm I am I shouldn't be here Right? This is what you want from a leader, especially the highest rank of spiritual order, like the high priest in the tabernacle and the temple. Don't be full of yourself. And Moses tells him, you were chosen because of that, because you are not perfect. We, there is no perfect. So how did Moses know about, know about it? Because he, went he was there as well. If you go to the Exodus in the beginning, before, and and uh the Almighty says, Moses, I'm gonna send you to Pharaoh. Go tell him I am what I am, And, and just let my people go and all that. What Moses says? Ah, not interested. Choose someone else. I don't know how to speak well in front of kings and uh I meaning I'm I'm a lousy demagogue. I'm not the the, the leader that that uh Go on eight o'clock news and speak beautifully. He says, "I know that's why I want you to do it. okay not because you're such you look good your your uh, screen, your appearance on the screen is like something wow, everybody would fall in love with you. If you see any leader like that, stay away because they are egomaniacs and they their best interest is their own. Don't care about the nation. They care what what's going to be written in in the history books, what people will say about them, etc., etc. So the Torah is teaching us what? what: who is the true leader? Not the not the demagogue, not a person that is all uh, it's all about him. And some of you will, well, if I take it to the politics of today, you're probably speaking about President uh, Obama, also known as President Trump, right? that is doing everything the opposite of Obama, uh, which I think was a great demagogue. But both of them are. Okay? And I personally like more action than words. I want to see... Show him what you do. I don't care what you say. Okay? Words, it's free. Let's see what you do. Tax bill, this, that, whatever. But the bottom line is that all those in, in politics... And I already said this: the politics is the art of lying. Um, it's all about them. Maybe if you, maybe in the beginning, they're all like idealistic. But once you get used to it, to everything is paid for by the government, you're living on other people's expense, taxpayer in this case. Then you're gonna get slowly sucked into corruption, and corruption is what takes the country any country down. It's internal collapse. Okay, and unfortunately, as to say, I think the United States is going is going that way. If they're gonna continue like that, they're not gonna change their ways. But it's also true in the spiritual world. And I said it many times, when you have a rabbi, a priest, a pastor, uh, Imam, whatever, who it's not working, but they call it dedicating his life for the community, and that's great. But that does mean you need to have a Rolls Royce, a huge house, a mansion, with pool, with? If you see any of those leaders, so-called leaders, going there, stay away. It's all about them. It feels good to be part of the you know, charismatic pastor. Who is filling up the church and uh, the, the whole church is like rocking with with this great leader, he speaks nicely, but he's not should I say it he's looking at other people's other men's wives. he is into um you know accumulating wealth as part of this job that he's doing. It's all for himself. And, and that is, there's no difference here between rabbi, a priest, or... It doesn't matter. The human soul, the human nature, not the soul. The human nature is... When you get opportunity and the power of, of money, of women, of ego, is huge. If you cannot overcome those three and few others, you're on the wrong direction. So this is how you how you measure or you check your spiritual leader or your political leader. First of all, term limits. Okay? This is not guaranteed for life. Now, let's see what you're going to do. Are you going to take care of your family, your friends, or are you actually going to take care of, of your community? Either a country, a state. A city or a church, doesn't matter. Or a synagogue, it doesn't matter. If you're sitting on half a million dollars a year, and you have poor people in your community who come with their little five bucks, it's all I can give to God, you're in in the wrong place with the wrong leadership, and you should run away from that place. Unless you're willing to pay somebody to live on your expense, which is America, you can do whatever you want. It's freedom. You have the freedom to be fooled, and used by other people. So, how do you find the right leader? Well, that's a, a whole new topic, but just to give you the, the bottom line. Bottom line is, you should have a job. If it's a politician, uh, then you should, I would say, according to the the Jewish wisdom, you shouldn't be perfect. Nobody's perfect. Even though... We, I would say even the opposite he should be somebody that we know that is corrupt or that is a bully or that is uh, why because we know what we got right the the jewel we know who are we dealing with here shouldn't be perfect oh well he's he uh i don't know he uh like if you look at the president now that the whole story with that prostitute well he cheated on his wife so what they all do yeah, but you you try use it as a as a political stunt to convince the people who elected him that he's not perfect because he is not the good Samaritan or the good Christian that that you will wish he would be. And then your guy will win the next election, which is also cheating on his wife, corrupt, and all that stuff. So this is enough with the hypocrisy. That's my point. If you know that somebody and the current president, we, 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 he was all all over the magazines, the the gossip news in New York for many many years. He is not like uh, the, you know, the Pope or uh, or the Chief Rabbi. We, he would never had a chance to to go for that job. But right now, we need somebody who can move things, do some business, and let the men rule. He was elected, so respect. I would say respect the the choice that many. Many did according to the Constitution and all that. That's the way the system works. But the leader shouldn't be perfect. But once he's doing it for himself, you know what you need to do. You need to look somewhere else. This guy, the president, doesn't need the job. It's a huge ego booster. Right? But he's like, he's a billionaire. He was movies, TV, famous, all this nonsense. So maybe it's good for ego. Okay, I don't care. But do your job. Don't feel your little cash uh you know safe on the taxpayer expenses. And I like that he's donating his salary. It says something about the man. Not perfect again. no, no nobody is. Okay, if you look if you look for a crime you will find it no matter what. It's, there was to be the the story about uh in the Soviet Union where the head of the NKVD, letter GPO, letter KGB, said to Stalin, you show me. Who do you want to get rid of? I will find the crime. That's how it works in totalitarian uh, countries. And with that, just think about it. Check your church. Check your synagogue. Check the people that you, you know, look up to. What are they doing? And think. That's all I wanted to do. And with that, we're going to call it a day. Thank you for listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on cdkradio.org.
1: by CTK Media Services